Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, everybody. It's us, 902-1-O-M-G. Well, it's only two of us today because Tori is uh, out working, but Amy and I are going to hold down the fort. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's the it's the two of the three. I think they would have preferred the other two of the three if they only can have two, <laughs> no, but no, I'm no. sorry. It's okay. I'm happy you're here. Very, very oh, happy. Oh, thank you. Jenny, how are you doing? I'm so sorry. I know <sighs> you lost a friend in the 90210 family. I'm so oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this past week, we lost uh, our dear Jessica Klein who was um, one of our original producers and writers and just um, one of the backbones of the show um, back in the 90s. And um, she lost her battle to cancer. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard, it, especially, you know, it's, this is a family, this 90210 yeah. group of people, fans, actors, uh, you know, everybody, the crew, everybody that was involved over so many years, you don't ever forget them. And then when something bad happens, you know, we all sort of unite and, um, Mm. and come together and grieve. Oh, I I saw on your Instagram. So did she write, I choose me? Yes. Yes. That was, wow. That was one of many of her um, more memorable, famous moments, like important moments from the show. Yeah, I love seeing that scene on your Instagram. I mean, I've obviously seen it, but 
it's such a beautiful, iconic moment in not just 90210 world, but like, you know, for us girls, it's like, wow, what a moment. I know. I can't wait until we get to that episode to really, um, you know, talk about that because I haven't, I've seen that scene that I posted and and I've seen it before recently too. I mean, it, it was such an important scene to me and the trajectory of Kelly and yeah, yeah, just the history of the show. Yeah, I mean, and I think a, if I'm not mistaken, she wrote uh, Donna Martin graduates. No, oh my god, which I think so I saw she, on Tori's post. Um, she recently. wrote just some of your most iconic, sort of um, impactful. Mm-hmm. She had like that, you moments. know, very um, soft, feminine voice that, you know, the, the girl characters really needed on the show. And um, she she was just a beautiful, beautiful human being. And um, Wait, will you say her name again? I'm so sorry. Will you, Jessica, you tell everyone who Jessica she is? Jessica Klein. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She even wrote, I think, the episode we're talking about today. Yes, she did. She did. Which oh. was weird to watch it and see her name. And that's, it's going to be weird. I mean, it, it's going to take a while to sink in, but um, yeah. we just wish her daughter, Shira, and her brother, everybody, her whole family, all her grandchildren, oh. everybody, we send you all of our love from 902 Yeah. Well, I mean, what a beautiful legacy to have written these amazing episodes that really people will watch. Mm-hmm. you know, on and on and over and over again. Yeah. It, it, it'll live on. She will live on mm-hmm. forever and ever, which is. It doesn't ease your pain, but it is, you know, at least it's, it's something special for those people. I mean, I think about that, like you have that, you know, you, people will watch your work. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind I of mean, interesting, you know? I think that just that line, I choose me became. Yeah. A, a, a sort of an anthem for independent women, you know, and they've used it. Jessica would have said they stole it. <laughs> they stole her line on other shows and in other places. Yeah. But um, that just yeah, giving, it feels very Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, I don't remember what other show. I remember her mentioning it, but what other shows have used it, but not not when our show used it and not for a young girl. You know, and it and it's sort of like um, uh, become a movement for that sort of, you know. Yeah, I wear my sweat. Mm-hmm. I wear my sweatshirt you gave me all the time that says I choose me. I, I love that sweatshirt. Me. It sort of was um, ahead of its time, mm-hmm. that moment. Well, no, I mean, because there was the whole women's lib movement already yeah but that felt going. that feels me more like career to me like women mm-hmm. could be president and women have mm-hmm. their careers mm-hmm. like to really especially on 90210 which was so about these relationships for your character to say to both of those <laughs> like perfect humans <laughs> perfect because i humans. love them both i mean i love them both and i watched yeah. that scene Brandon again and, and it's Dylan. like like i i i can't imagine just looking back at that scene and thinking she got to pick between Brandon and Dylan. Wow. <laughs> I know. So I started thinking fun. about it because Brandon, although I like I up to this point, like he's such a babe and I love him. He hasn't really had his moment yet to be Dylan. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't had that and it's coming. But it's like for Kelly to say, yeah, I don't take either of these amazing 
proposals, essentially. She just wasn't there in her in her life right then. And I can't wait to watch that episode because I really don't know like what lead what leads her to that declaration. But I'm excited Mm -hmm. to see that build and unfold. It's a bit of a different Kelly in this episode than that Kelly. (laughs) It is. Yes. Let's (laughs) let's talk about this week's episode. As we mentioned, it's written by Jessica Klein and Steve Wasserman, her uh, late husband and partner, uh, writing partner. Mm. Uh, okay, season three, episode 23, Duke's Bad Boy, aired March mm. 3rd, 1993. Do you want to read the synopsis, Amy? Oh, yeah. Wait, I don't even have it. I've never read it. Do you, want, you read it. You read it. You do it. You do it. You do it. Synopsis. And this actually brings me to a question, which, mm. so this aired in March. Is March. that right? March. Mm-hmm. 93. March 1993. Y'all looked like you had fresh haircuts. So (laughs) I noticed that right out. Okay, I'll read this and then we can talk about it. Brandon's gambling addiction hits a new low and Duke is demanding he pay up. David apologizes to Steve after losing his recording contract thanks to scummy producers. (laughs) Kelly starts taking diet pills. Andrea, I almost nailed it. (laughs) Andrea tries to ease Dylan's depression over his father's murder by asking him if she can do an editorial on him, which I actually loved that whole storyline, even though it was a tad cringy. (laughs) I was sort of with Brandon that I thought it was inappropriate. Right. Yeah. But there's something about her... That Dylan, like, he picked up that call and, like, yeah, come over. Like, I know I'm jumping way ahead. Mm-hmm. That was a very interesting storyline. Well, it was so, Andrea, it so, it's so Gab, actually. It's so mm-hmm. Gabrielle to um, sort of have that ability to break those barriers for people and and befriend people and people feel comfortable around her and, Um, She has that maternal instinct. I I was just about (laughs) to say that, right? She's very motherly. Mm -hmm. And they both played it so well. It felt very real. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, she, I kept thinking, you know, she's, she's going to get the story, which is her job. And like Gil, although I hate calling him Gil, Mr. Myers was right. Like that's her job. But she handled it well. And then I loved that he wanted to write his own story. And she said, yeah, I'll help you. Yeah. Ooh, I just when, liked that. At first, when she was talking about it with him on the couch, I was like, okay, how is she going to get in, broach this <laughs> subject? Because she she's there for uh, ulterior See, motives. And it felt yeah. weird. And I felt like it wasn't going to end well. But uh, it, it she had a way of sort of disarming it. And and he, but he was still like, I kind of felt the same way at the end of that conversation. I was like, ugh, I didn't. I don't want her yeah, to Yeah, it felt like a real a bait and him. switch. Mm-hmm. Same. It felt really like exactly what Brandon sort of said it would yeah. be. Yeah. But she handled it well in that you're like, she said, you can say no. And it wasn't like, I'm only your friend because of this. I'm your your friend and this. Mm-hmm. It, it was a little cringy, but yet I was like, oh. Right. I wonder if she, Andrea, knew that it would help him aid him in his grief process to be you know have that lethargic sort of release and to give a voice to all that stuff that he's dealing with inside or or if it became that because then he decided he wanted to write it yeah i i do think she went into it i don't think she has like a mean bone Mm -mm. she's smart and wanted to get the story Mm -hmm. like if we're really thinking about her 
But I, I do think she was like, I'm going to go and talk to him about this. Yeah. And then and she said, kept saying, I'm a good listener. There she is. She is. And he said, I've said no. I've said no to whatever. Well, people, people, people magazine, magazine and LA Times, uh-huh. whatever it was. They all wanted to huh. talk to him about his dad. You know, it's it's interesting because like, I don't know if you've ever had to do that, but I have to do that all the time. Ask people, hey, do you want to come on and talk about this? And it's like, oh, God, I hate it, but I just do it. Do people often like, okay, so who's somebody you've had to come on and ask? You're talking about like on another podcast or on another. Yeah, or like on Ryan Seacrest show because it's we we do topical and Mm -hmm, news. mm Uh, I'm not in hard, hard news, which is really brutal. Like those people that have to go and someone's in the, like the most tragic situation of their life. And then they, they won't have to talk to them, but we definitely have to talk to people about sticky things like breakups and yeah. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of go through it and say like, look, this is how we're going to ask it. You answer it. However you feel most comfortable. I never recommend to people like, I don't want to answer that. Move on. It's like there's such a better way to do it, even if you don't want to talk about it. So we kind of go through a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure even on work around on this show, it would it hasn't come up yet, but I'm sure it could if, you know, if there was a person that came on or maybe somebody that didn't have the best experience on 90210, but wants to figure out like, hey, I want to talk to Jenny and Tori, but how do I talk about that? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I want that. Let's get those guests on. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll tell me Jessica how to ask Alba. <laughs> I hope we can get Jessica Alba because it's like, it's, sometimes it's best to just like say it. Well, yeah. Say the truth. Out. I believe in that. Yeah. Well, we didn't, the title of the show is Duke's Bad Boy. Mm. And uh, sorry. I'm kind of happy it's come to an end. Is this it? I hope it is. It's got to be it. I think this is like the climax of it, which was, there was no climax really. Hey, everyone. So, as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock, 
I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. The thing that I loved about it was Matt really saving the day being sort of that father figure to Brandon, but like the friend or the uncle that that 
okay, look, you got yourself into hot water. I'm going to save you. But Nat was really firm with him. I really thought for Nat, it was a real moment for his character. Yeah. And I like seeing that because he was, he, he was nurturing, but he was still strong. And, he was mad. Mm-hmm. I like that about him. And yeah. Brandon was like, uh-oh, I pissed off Nat. <laughs> yeah, like it was a little dumb, like the high school bookie and like all that well, yeah, nonsense. Yeah, bookies in high school? I never, I, I guess I wasn't into gambling, but did you ever I mean, the, <laughs> come across right. any bookies? I, I, I don't think I've ever bet on a sporting event. Like I'll play blackjack or like pull the slot machines in Vegas. I don't, I don't even know how you bet on a sporting event. Well, it's at the, in your fingertips nowadays. It was kind of dumb. I actually liked the moment in the bedroom with Jim and Brandon. I didn't. Brandon was so rude to him. It felt very teenagery to me, but I felt like Jim knew. Jim's like, I know what's going on. He didn't really, really know how like in debt he was. No. $1,500. $1,500. So also, if you figure, that's probably like $15,000 now. Oh, my God. Because if, if he was $1,500 in 1993, at least that's 10000 So it was kind of a lot. How much How much did he think he was going to sell those baseball cards for, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, that's a thing. That's a thing. Guys and their baseball cards? <laughs> totally still a thing. First of all. Everything about that was so good because it was so like, he's got these cards, like he's a little kid, but then he's going to sell it. And then I love that they're like, Jose Canseco rookie card, because like, I know Jose Canseco is like, it wasn't a baseball player I hadn't heard of. And then it was like 20 bucks. I'm like, dude, I hope you have like a thousand cards. He did. He have a whole box full. My, uh, my first (laughs) half, no, no. my second husband had a box full of baseball cards (laughs) that is now lost somewhere. And he's real pissed about it. But my husband oh, Dave no. has has a box of baseball cards in the closet too. They just can't park okay. with them. I wonder. Like, First I of all, see did you ever worth. open baseball cards and there was a stick of gum? The hardest <laughs> gum. I mean, like a brick. I've <laughs> never, like, I've never even touched a baseball card. Do you have brothers? No. Are you an only child? No. You have a sister. I have sisters. I have sisters and brothers. Half. Half sisters, half brothers, but they're all older than me. I had brothers who like collected baseball cards. So that's how I knew about Uh, the gum. Fun fact, I just learned though. Stuff is worth money. Did you know if you have an unopened original Back to the Future VHS tape, it's worth like a ton of dough? Oh my goodness. You, we have to have my friend Mikey on to talk about this. (laughs) He's such a dork, but, um. I he just gave me an immense edge. He has all that Back to the Future stuff. Oh, first of all, I love it. I wonder what would be the most profitable nine hundred two one zero item. I'm going to assume Dylan's car, right? That or or your BMW if somebody still had that. Those cars. Yeah, I mean, what, what else would the be Mustang? I mean, we're oh, the cars, yeah. but who cares? You know? Yeah, all the cars, I, I think, would be... I was at a be... charitable auction, and they auctioned off uh, the shell of the car. It wasn't, there wasn't, it didn't work, the car, but it was just the outside of the car. And somebody bought oh, it for whoa. a lot of dough. Obviously, all the cars were working cars, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Like, <laughs> then? For a minute, I was like, are these fake cars? Because weirdly, in this car episode, we see David Silver drive up. Okay, I didn't he remember came in ever... Hot. S- <laughs> 
<laughs> really. I was like, have we seen this dude drive? He, we've never seen him drive, but he wanted to prove something. He wanted to prove, look, I drive oh. too. <laughs> it's late. I, I'm not too young to drive a car in his blue, whatever that was. Sidebar, right? It wasn't, it's not as fancy as y'all's BMWs. Sidebar, Henry Winkler sold his Fonzie jacket for $75,000. Nice. I just saw that on Jimmy Kimmel not that long ago. Wow. And there had to have been from, more than one. There were five, he five. said, five. And one's in the Smithsonian. I think he still has one. He sold one. One had to get the lining cut out. Now we're doing a Happy Days podcast, <laughs> but one had to get the lining cut out for when he jumped the shark. Wait, is there an iconic, there were iconic fashion moments, but nothing like the Fonzie jacket. No, not that, not that was like every episode you saw it. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I can't think of what else would go for other than the cars. It, there's a jukebox in the peach pit. Yeah, those things that were on. Well, the big one. Yeah. And then we also the had one, the, like, yeah. on the counter ones. I remember. I think, yeah. I think Ian had one of those. I think he tucked it and under OG his arm. OG Donna Martin graduates poster board. Was there Was there a poster board or did they just chant it? Maybe they just chanted I'm, it. I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure there were I digress. Boards. But yeah, a lot of people have these collectibles. So I, I think that so, I have a lunchbox thanks to you because the podcast. Oh, did we eBay that? You, you guys got, I I took it from, I don't know what that was. We did a live show You might show want to take something. a wipey on that because I'm not totally sure <laughs> where smells. that came from. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Somebody out there old tuna it. sandwich. <laughs> So David Silver comes in hot because he's late and Donna's in the DJ booth with the sunflower hat, which was iconic. I didn't love it. Blossom, I did blossom love hat. Yeah. Yes. I love the leopard vest, but I wasn't crazy about the black under it. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like going into fashion, but and then she sort of announces he's got this record deal and he's like, why did you do that? I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'll come to the studio. Up. I'll be like Yoko Ono, and it was like mm, cringe. And then, oh no, she they, broke then up David the Beatles. Has this? Uh, that, that's uh, it, uh, literally <laughs> when he was in the recording office of the oh, oh, the guy that oh, didn't oh. like. They we'd already heard the song like eighteen times, and then when he finally so gets to the office, to me, and so he's precious. sitting there listening to it with the guys, and he's waiting to see how they like it. I was like, I said to my daughter, I said. If I hear this song one more time, I'm going to jump out the window. Like, I couldn't take it. It's the word. I literally wrote, this is awful. Awful, awful. And Serge is such a jerk. But David should have stood up and said, this song sucks. He didn't have anybody to support him. He didn't have, you know, he didn't know he could say anything, probably. (sighs) Would he have made that, would he made, like, Precious to You? A hip hop song? <laughs> if it like oh, yeah, it's precious to you. Like, I thought it was precious to me. First of oh, all, that's sort of braggy. It could be pre- so I don't know who it was to precious you. to. <laughs> it was precious to somebody, not me. I'm sure I wrote it down. <laughs> what do you think of that whole storyline of him, David, and his music career? I mean, I like it. If it's is it gonna go somewhere? Is he does he become a musical ta- hit? <laughs> he, I don't know. The music was like a thing. I mean I think it doesn't disappear. It's weird because our show was so known for having such great musical acts throughout the whole thing, whether it was songs on the show or whether then right. later it was right. at the Peach Pit After Dark where we would have actual Whoa. artists come in and perform. At, at Maroon 5. I mean, I don't. they weren't Maroon 5 then, but yeah. it was Adam Levine. Before. Like, oh my God. But I, did he, did David go, go to the Peach Pit After Dark? I don't know. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. Yeah. He probably performs there. Yeah. So. <sighs> Wait, did you notice? Well, first the of all. The gum is back. The gum, the gum is the back. Gum. Did you notice that? I wanted to talk to you about it. <laughs> Yeah, the gum. The gum's back. Right, straight out what of the gate. What do you think is with that? <sighs> okay, I'm going to. I don't know. It's either an act of defiance. <laughs> Let's narrow it down what it could be. Yeah. I, yeah, I like think there's three F choices. You, I'm going to chew my gum because I'm, I can do what I want on Brandon. Or um, he has like an oral fixation with the smoking. He had to have something That's what in I was his thinking. Mouth. It's sort of a, or it was like a Nico gum. What's that called? Nicotine, nicotine gum. Nicorette. So he doesn't have to smoke. Nicorette. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or the other one is um, um, he has bad breath. I don't know. I was going. <laughs> and. and Anyone who listens to, I have one other podcast, sorry, the Gilmore Girls podcast. Oh. I, I always talk about this on, sorry, I don't mean to mention another show, but if people listen to both, which they do, uh, Brad Pitt's eating, like, you know how Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven is always eating and it's part of sort of his vibe? Maybe it's that because it's in so many episodes that maybe he pops that gum and it really makes him feel like Brandon. Yeah, I'm like Brandon. sassy Brandon. I'm cool. I'm at school. I'm in my locker. I'm Brandon. I don't know. I'm going to chew my gum and I'm going to chew it with my <laughs> mouth open. My gum. <laughs> and then Steve came up and was cute. But then Brandon's like, you gave my name to a bookie. I don't know what my, first of all, I'm doing like a what totally voice? different accent. <laughs> I don't know what my accent is. And then Steve's like, no, dude, I didn't. Yeah. And then I just noted, why does everyone look slightly older and that they got fresh haircuts? Every single person really? looked like they got a fresh haircut. Your hair was like a blunt cut in the back, like literally like you finished the haircut six minutes before you shot the scene. Brandon had a haircut. I did Luke. notice the guy's hair, haircuts and when they you would see the backs of their heads, uh, you could see and I was trying that they to were figure like it out, freshly, they, yeah. Yeah, freshly shorn, as they say. <laughs> because I was like, okay, it's March. Like if it would have been you know, a season premiere, I would have been like, oh, obviously everyone gets their haircut before they start school. But like, I don't know, maybe there was a little, because if it was airing in March, you shot it when? When would you have shot March? I mean, yeah. it could have been December before the break. Could it have been right after it, the break? It could though? have been January. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it was fresh off the holiday break. Everyone got their uh-huh cuts and they looked a little they looked a little zhuzhed up i would say everyone looked kind of fresh yeah i i'm not i mean i agree with you on the haircuts brenda's hair was her bangs were really long though i noticed in yeah but i love them that that was her choice to have them really really long they i'd love to have bangs like that i just don't think i could type because it's like you know you <laughs> i would get the so screen. annoyed i'd be like <laughs> i can't see <laughs> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. 
Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. There's sort of a Kelly Dillon awkward scene, although I didn't think saying just pretend you're in Hawaii was a bad thing to say. I was sort of like, that's a nice sentiment. It's It wasn't offensive. I just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't see anything between Kelly and Dylan. Uh, whatever I see with between them at this point is purely physical, sexual. And mm. it's very angsty right now because- yeah. 
Then Brenda invites you guys to dinner. Obviously, you're you did good acting because your face was like, yeah, I'd love to go. I hate you right now. Like to Dylan, you know, like I don't want to go. And then at dinner, you're like eating your pie, but kind of annoyed. Oh, Kelly is annoying me with the food already. Like eat the freaking pie. It's fine. It's it's a. The diet pills thing is a rough storyline. It is. And I'm sure it's triggering for so many people who have struggled with eating disorders. So no disrespect, but it's, she's, and this, she's stick skinny and she's like, I'm fat. And you're like, "Mm." I mean, it's, it's all in here. And I felt like she's just handling this, this whole situation with Dylan and, and the, the triangle of Kelly Brenda Dillon and the death of Dylan's dad. I feel like she's just handling right. all so selfishly. Like it's not about you, Kelly. And it's not, but she's a teenager. And I actually think the eating disorder is because, like it's coming, all that stuff's coming out because of it. Is it because it's all connected, right? She's obviously having an ins, you know, look, mm-hmm. if we're going to really like therapize, yes, a skinny person could have an eating disorder. And she probably is being genuine that like, she feels this way, but really it's something else. She's feeling insecure. Look, she's with a guy. And he's preoccupied. She, yeah. And she stole him mm-hmm. from her best friend-ish, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she's just emotionally dealing with a lot. So I do think the eating disorder storyline tracks. It tracks. Just, But it, it's rough. It, yeah, it makes me not like her. Not the de- the eating disorder part. Just the way she's just feels insecure all the time and and out of the moment because she's worried about whatever's going on in her head, which is very teenage, but. Can I go out on a limb? Now I may, people may say, oh, you're like trying to make something out of something. She's a little overt with Dylan using like, mm-hmm. let's hook up mm-hmm. and being hurt by it, which I get, but she's, that's, there, it's repeatedly being used, like when he's typing. Oh, isn't there something you'd rather do? And then in the car, it's like, which feels teenagery, but also like, oh no, that's not an I choose me girl. No, she's not there yet. No. Yeah, I. It's rough for me to watch it. I wonder what your daughters would take away from it. I really would be so interested in. Fresh eyes seeing it that, you know, that aren't so invested in like I am so invested in all these characters and I love them and I'm, I blur who they are sometimes in real life because it's like, I don't even know if I think Steve is cute. I just think Ian's cute. Do you know what I mean? It's like I get all jumbly. If fresh eyes saw it, what would fresh 2022 eyes think of Kelly in this particular episode? Like being very overt with her like sexual advances and he's like rejecting her and then the diet pills thing and the sort of the I don't know well my daughter who's uh, 19 was watching it with me last night for a few minutes and she saw what Kelly was doing and she was kind of like ew like ugh she was uh, she I felt as if she had no patience for that kind of yeah you know yeah, I'm trying to think of like, the the only example I can think of is I just watched the trailer to the new Handmaid's Tale and I'm like, oh, <gasps> Kelly is Wait, not June. Did you watch it? season? 
Oh, yeah. The trailer just came out. I think it's like the teaser trailer. So it's not like the full trailer. But June is just a badass. <laughs> I'm so excited. And the, do you watch it? Oh, yeah. It's so good. But it's just, yeah. I mean, those are completely different. That's just a totally different situation. But yeah, I, I don't know. <sighs> like, I'm trying to sort of think like, what would Carrie Bradshaw do if she were Kelly? I don't know why that's going into my brain, but it's like... It's hard because we have to remember she's 16, 17 years old. Like, she's she's still a kid. And she's just learning everything. And who would want to go to dinner at the perfect Walsh's (laughs) with your boyfriend's ex-girlfriend... And her family. And who sort of was your best friend, is your best friend. It's all blurry. Yeah, it's really awkward and messy. Yeah, I was uncomfortable whenever it was Kelly Dillon or Brenda Kelly Dillon time. So I don't like that feeling. I hope that we get back on track with something. But now it's going to be about the diet pills. So it's not going to be fun, loving, good times. And Dylan's still grieving his, the loss of his dad. So And the take me home. This just isn't, take me home. Take, take me, me home. home. Just take me In home. In the car. It's like, that's very teenage too. Like, older us would be like, wait... Let's sorry. Let's talk about, Let's talk about, yeah. about uh, it. Yeah. Like, <sighs> what do you what What do you need from me? Like, how can I help? You know, and I like that Dylan's writing the 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 article, mm-hmm. but she's sort of butt hurt by it. Is like the best way to say it. She just feels like on the outside, and she doesn't know how to get in. And she thinks she feels like Brenda's in, and the Walsh family's yeah. in there because they have that history with him and his dad and and they do seem to say the right thing Mm -hmm. you know brenda's very cool she's coming across very cool right now because she's definitely not being selfish right do you want to come for dinner my mom wants to see you Mm -hmm. she doesn't need anything from him or kelly seems to need his attention or adoration or Something. And I just, I want her to stop it. That's all I have to say yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. There's a lot of not tonight, Kel. And it's just like, oh God. I felt like they were like, like 40, like, 50 years old. Not tonight. I've got a headache, honey. <laughs> like that, you know, where you're like, oh God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are not good moments. You know, it's funny how Michael Cudlitz, because I love him in mm-hmm. Walking Dead. I literally, I yes, love Michael Cudlitz. I wonder he's, if people see him on the show and then make the connection to Walking Dead. And he's such a, and he he's so like the football player, the gambling guy, and he's sort of always a jerk. It's mm-hmm. weird how they had him. But he's sort so of, cute. You, he can't, like, you can't be mad at him. He's like, yeah, but he, and he doesn't really like you guys. He it's weird. He doesn't really like yeah. Brandon. Like, he's too cool. <sighs> what did you think when Brandon really took that guy by the neck <laughs> and then Steve Whoa. drove up like magically? But he got hot, like intense. It was so crazy. I didn't and know Steve's what he was like, what do. the hell are you doing? How did he know to drive in right then? And how did he know to come to the back door of the pizza? That's what pit? I was going to say. Why is he parking in the back? I don't know. And his vet. And his vet. It was all very convenient. But mm-hmm. I was a little frightened of Brandon. And a little like, whoa, slow your roll, bud. <laughs> like He's just yeah. a high school kid. It felt like um, an older guy 
beating up on a younger guy in that moment. Totally. Like I felt the age it was difference. Like, I wonder how old that actor was that played. Well, was it Curtis? And it was so hypocritical. It's like, you're literally terrified that someone's going to do this to you. And now you're doing yeah. it to this guy. And he sure took Steve's $300 fast. I'll take it. <laughs> what do you got for like, me? I'll take it. Remember, Steve offered him money like a couple episodes ago. And he was like, no, no, no. And now he's just like, oh, I'll take it. He's worried he's going to get his, he's uh, going to end kicked. up in the river. What are they doing? And he's what like, nah, they- don't give him. Yeah. And he's like, don't give him my home address. And Too late. Like, they know where you live. I knew now. I remembered Nat saved the day. Like I definitely knew that's what happened, but it was still pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But the whole gambling thing is like, oh, God, let's just be done with this. Oh uh, yeah, I. I oh, I'm what? Excited to see what's next. So, you know, when the young guy at high school, the bookie at high school, he's like pulls out that gadget. And he's like, I keep it all right here, electronical. <laughs> Wait, like, was, what was, gadget? Was it like a sidekick? No, this is way before, before sidekicks. Sidekick? Was it a calculator? I don't know because, okay, so it's 93. So at the time, people had word processors. So I was at college and people had word processors. I weirdly had a computer that was like a giant screen. And then you hooked up this like whole thing. And then it had a keyboard and you could print but most kids had word processors, and that's what I thought Dylan was writing his paper on. No, that was a typewriter. I, I think it was electric, though, electric like an electric typewriter. typewriter. And some of them had tiny little screens where you could see like a couple sentences at a time and edit those to make sure you didn't have typos before it like printed. Yeah, but that was like a handheld situation well, before correct. there was that. That guy that technology had wasn't out there yet. No. I don't know what that was because I had a cell phone in 93. I had a cell phone hooked in the car like you guys had. Or and it was my dad. The brick ones that you could the brick, walk around. Right, like very Zach yeah, Morris and like, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, with an antenna that stuck up. And literally they were so expensive. My dad would go crazy on us. Like, who were we calling from the <laughs> yeah. cell phone? Because it was like a dollar a minute and you're like so busted. But what that guy had, I don't know what that was. Mm-mm, I don't either. I don't think he knew what it was either. He was just faking it. (laughs) Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210.
Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Okay, so there's a scene that I'd love to talk about too. Kelly and Brenda in the bathroom and then Andrea comes out. Mm -hmm. You remember that? Mm -hmm. That was kind of like... Andrea was in there the whole time. Exactly. And she's sort of like... Kind of... Giving wise words. Yeah, Yeah. she comes in for the save. Totally. Once again, the words of wisdom from the elder. (laughs) But thank God. I mean, that wasn't... At first, when it's, when Kelly was started to go off on Brenda, I was like, oh, good Lord, here we go. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. But th- thankfully, she w- reeled it in and apologized. Yeah, said sorry. Yeah. yeah. Cute blazer, by the way. Yeah, I thought she looked great. I thought she looked a little tired. She looks great. She looks a little stressed. <laughs> yeah. Little bags under her eyes. Maybe I don't know what a, those orange, orange diet pills are. They're, they're spinning her out, man, already. Then she, that, that's when she was just on one at a time. 
Message to everyone at home, just say no. Mm-mm. Just say no. She says, what? They're from the drugstore. I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure they're perfectly yeah, harmless. Like, what? what, are they just going to give you diarrhea? Like, Not everything from the drugstore is harmless. First <laughs> like, of all, <laughs> you, don't trust There's a lot of things <laughs> that you can get at the CVS that are messy. I don't not. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. But yeah, and then she's just popping them. That was rough. Yeah. That's I'm worried about gonna that. End well. I will give a shout out to the Disco Duck reference. Did you hear that? (laughs) So, because you know Rick Dees. Rick Dees is the one who likes saying Disco Duck. Oh, my God. He he was the Seacrest before Seacrest. Right. And it was like, Disco Duck. Oh, God. Do you think Ryan Seacrest (gasps) knew he was going to be Rick Dees? Like the next? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew Ryan then. So I knew Ryan in the, we met in 90... Six-ish, nine, about 96. And yeah, he wanted, he knew day one, he wanted to be Dick Clark, Rick Dees. It was like Mark Griffin, things. all these like, yeah, he knew. And he hasn't changed a bit. Everybody asked me like, is he different now? And I'm like, nope, same as the kid that just was like, let's try this. You know, he's just, yeah, he's, he's, he's the really coolest. Nice he's just the coolest. I know. The most down to earth. You'd never... Because he's just exactly the same as that. I think we were like, what? But were we 22? Something like that. Yeah. Same kid. Well, I remember when I, I can remember, because I'm looking at the image of uh, Kelly and Brenda in the bathroom for that scene. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Because of that look, that was a great look. The blue blazer. Yeah. Very legit uh, high school bathroom too. I'm assuming... I don't real. know where you shot that. That, that was it real. It looked real. Mm-hmm. It looked very real because that's exactly what high school bathrooms look like. Yep. I think that was real. But I remember um, going into the diet pills uh, world and knowing that the character was, it was going to be a continual thing. It was going to build. Mm. I remember th- like looking back on it, I can see starting to like kind of, she's looking a little different, like not quite. You know, a little more a little sort of frazzled. not, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I thought yeah. Tori. I wish Tori was here because I thought Tori made a really, really excellent point a few weeks back, talking sort of of the blurred lines between Kelly and Jenny, Donna and Tori, and then and and sort of asking you. They give you this storyline. Mm-hmm. Why? And you having to deal with it for Kelly, but then as Jenny going. Why are they giving me this storyline and having it blur? Like, do I look all right? That seems like it would be. I mean, obviously you did, of course. I think for any young actor to be given something to do like that. I mean, and now the sky's the limit of what what, what they put people through for roles and things now. But um, back then, I think that it definitely soaked into my psyche and I did develop uh, body dysmorphia and, uh, you know, feeling like I, my body looked differently than it, than other people thought it looked or, and, and trying out bulimia. Like I want, I thought maybe I need to start throwing up, like Mm. starting to starve myself. I took diet pills. Like I, I feel like this was all so imprinted in my, just my, my growth Mm. that it, it could not, seep into Jenny, you know? Yeah. I I mean, when you first think about it, you're like, of course not. 
you're an actor. This is a storyline. It's totally separate from real life. But like, God, it does blur. It's weird. You hear it. You know how everyone says Austin Butler talks like Elvis now? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're sort of saying he has this totally different accent. Well, if you talked with an accent for three years or two years or whatever it took him to make that because he had to get the role, learn it, and then there was COVID, of course it's going to seep in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's and like, like that's- as actors, I kind of, for me, I'll only speak for myself, but I feel like... Sometimes I can equate it to um, either like a dish rag or a sponge that Mm. is squeezed. All the juices are squeezed out of it. And then it puffs up with whatever Mm. the new liquid is. And so Mm -hmm. like you, you suck up all that liquid of this new character or all those new traits or all the problems or all the everything that they're going through. And then you're you're walking around with that. Even when you go home at night, yeah, it, it's yeah. still in you. It's still, you're carrying it with you. Well, it's like they talk about like social workers or therapists mm-hmm. because they're dealing with these issues all day long. How do you think those people just go home and forget about their clients or the family they're working with? I'd have to assume the same thing for you. Like you're dealing with this storyline yeah. and even though it's like a I teen feel like, drama like maybe with a therapist or something it would be there's like a sense of uh like a, there's a barrier because they're not mm-hmm. taking they say it they on. put a it's, put a shield they're around listening to someone yeah. else's problem but when you're an actor and you actually step into those shoes or you, you know, the, that body of that person and you have to emote it and like portray it and you have to feel it on such a level that it it's got to be right. real like got to come from real or it's not going to work. Right. And I think about that with the episode. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before where where Luke Perry had such a powerful episode. How right. He had you. You can't just do that mm-hmm. like a light switch. You yeah. must take on the pain. You must take on whatever it is or draw on it. I mean, I'm not an actor. So like, what the F do I know? But like, I'm not an actor because I can't do that. I used to think you had to have a lot of like life experiences. You had to have a lot of traumatic things happen to you or like, you know, a lot of stuff in your life history in order to portray it on screen. But I didn't have a lot of stuff at that point in my life at at, at a young age. And I feel like, you know, there's, I think that's what they always say, like, oh, they're method. Like they, they become the character and can't shake it off. And they walk right. around like that character. I and mean, sometimes that works. And sometimes you have to do that. But you have to go, you have, sometimes you have to go home and, and back to your quote unquote real life for six right. hours or something. But I feel like when I work, like I can instantly like put myself in someone else's situation so deeply that it, I feel yeah. it and it, it, you know, it comes out in a whatever way. Can you remember at this time, like specifically maybe with Kelly's sort of arc right now, because it is a little bit more mopey, dramatic, heavier, going home at night. Like, did you feel happy at home <laughs> that night? Or were was were you coming from the set with sort of this baggage of that? What year? Okay, so this was 93. This was 93. And I would have been how old? Who can do math? <laughs> Uh, I can't wait. You're like, uh, if I was 20, 
I was 19. You were probably 20 something, but not much older. 93, I was like 19. So what are you, I think you're just a little 50 older. now. Who can? Yes, yeah, so you're I like 22. You weren't old. You're like 22. Okay. Literally. I was going through some. Sh- yeah. Did you have your 21st birthday like with in the 90210 world? Can you remember that at all? Like, what did you do for your 21st birthday? No idea. Because I think you were on 90210. Oh, yeah. No idea. No memory whatsoever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to remember mine. My daughter, I took her to get her driver's license the other day. She said, and she she didn't pass her test. And oh, no. they None of them do. They yeah. never pass it the and first I time. And I was like trying to remember when I did that. And I can't even remember when I got my I can remember license. 16 better than 21 because I remember literally driving to school. I got my license in the morning, went home with my mom and took the car and drove to school for like the second half of the day. And I drove smiling <laughs> like a fool. Like I couldn't stop smiling. Like I drive now. Oh my goodness. I can't remember 21 either. I mean, I must have been, I was, I went to Cal, so I must have been there. But yeah, like, do you, can you remember this time? Like, it doesn't sound like it was all unicorns I and rainbows. I had already been married, if you can imagine. No, I cannot, actually. <laughs> I think I got married when I was 21 <gasps> for, li- for like one year. God, the difference between, I mean, and I'm sure people like listening, like, because I was close to your age, but I was totally in college living in a sorority, <laughs> watching this show every week with like 20 girlfriends where our biggest... Like, literally, we did not have a care in the world. Someone cooked every meal for us. We literally would go downstairs to the dining room. We didn't have to do dishes. You had to take your plate to the sink. That was it. And then I just remember constant gummy candy. Like, getting like, it wasn't like that for me. Plexiglass boxes with my name puffy painted and just eating gummy worms. Like, that was my life. And then Mm -hmm. going to class. No, we were uh, working. 16 17 hour days we were uh did you own, did so you own a house i had a mortgage <gasps> i had a husband i had car payments <gasps> more than one car payment and and meetings yeah. with men who told me they were managing my money you know people that were managing my money or managing my career big girl meet like adult things yeah. No, no wonder I my bags biggest, under, my, under my eyes. My biggest thing is I was about the, it was probably 93 and we were having a sorority sneak, which means like, I think older girls took pledges and someone told me to get in the back of a U-Haul. I'll never forget it. Like they opened up the back of a U-Haul and said, everybody get in. Did and you? I was like, absolutely not i was like there please i was like there is zero chance i'm getting in the back of a u-haul even at 19 other girls get in there totally they didn't care and then like this a girl who i'm still totally best friends with who was a senior she's like that's okay shuggy jump up here with me and i rode in the front i was like i'm cool riding in the front that was like the crap that was going that was my biggest dramatic moment like and you're dealing with like (laughs) the life bleep and I'm like I'm not getting in the bag of that you all I'll eat my gummy worms up here I wonder I'm gonna I gotta I gotta do some memory searching or just ask Mr. Showbiz when did I get married when did I get divorced when did I get remarried well, I, mean, I need yeah, to know the those internet years. can tell me I need the to internet know, can tell I me I need to know what was happening in in young Jenny's life at this moment it's all on the internet Jenny that's what's so crazy well, I'm I just gonna literally sit google myself like, Jenny do you ever google yourself no Have why you would it? I Oh, I know celebrities that do. What do they want to see? Garth, 
their press. They want to see what the press is talking about them. Oh. Jenny Garth, first marriage. Let's see what it says. The Beverly Hills 90210 alum had been married twice before. Oh, that's talking about your guy now. <laughs> uh, I won't say everybody's names. Let's see. Uh, 94. Wait, I was. Was the first guy's name start with a D? Yeah. I was married. Yeah, you in married him and, more- and divorced in 96. Ooh, two years. Wow. It took a minute. So you are dating him right now. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm dating him. Wow. I don't even remember that. I remember Peter, obviously. That was like, that was a very high profile marriage. We can talk about that another day. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm starting to <laughs> Oh, my God. So you lived, like, you were like, it's so, you were a kid. I was a child. Wait, let me see if there's anything else. I, I love, I... We go off on tangents, so I literally love it. I we, okay, but wait. Okay, you, we've already talked fashion. We love the blazer. Uh, I don't know. There wasn't any. Donna other, had a plaid Donna shirt. Had some I good really stuff. loved. Yeah, she had a plaid sort of red shirt that I loved. Poor Andrea. Like I just, it's like a different stylist is dressing her. Uh, yeah, my kid also asked me while we were watching this: Is she one of the teachers? <laughs> like, no, Seriously, that's she, yeah. Andrea. Hello. Nat was a baller in this. I, I think we're hopefully putting a pin in that storyline. Precious to me, precious to you. Terrible, terrible song. Steve was sort of cool. Everything about Steve was sort of pretty cool in this episode. Yeah, just the way he strides into a scene is cool. Like he walks I think in. I, he walks in I think, leading with his chest or something. Yeah. <laughs> I also think Ian was in my dream again. Uh-oh. I don't I don't know why. Uh-oh. It's like, I can't really shake him. <laughs> even after, Mr. Myers. Even Mr. After Myers. you saw him recently? Did you see him at, yeah, at the... Yeah, I always am like, I have a crush on Like, not a weird crush, but just like a, he's so cool. <laughs> I am so cool. Oh my like, we were just talking about, we're just talking about the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas. Did you see my text about that? So I texted... Uh, I'm like talking to Jenny, talking about Jenny. But I texted Jenny and Tori to see if they want to come to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. I'm like, I haven't texted Ian yet, but of course I will. I'll be like, do you want to come again? Oh, I did. I don't think I responded the to last that. Year. Look, the lineup's good. Oh, I'll look at it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I'm nervous about Vegas because of COVID. It's like, I don't. Oh, God, all the germs. But I guess we just live with germs. Um, yeah, I feel like we covered it all. We pretty did it. Good. I feel like we got it all. And uh yeah, I'm. I'm happy. For me, this episode was. We were at a high. I was really excited, and this episode was like, like, uh, I kind of took a nosedive. Didn't love this episode. So yeah, it's, for me, it's a very classic. Less less dynasty, more classic nine hundred two one zero. But I get bored. it. I was a little bored. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have that. No. I, I never get bored. <laughs> But hopefully next week we'll, we'll perk things back up. We'll have a new vigor. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about quickly was when Cindy was doing the dishes and Jim walk, walks in and she says, hi, honey. And he says, hi, baby. They kind of like love each other. Well, they're married. Jim and Cindy. Hello. Yeah. They have to have oh. the perfect marriage. Look, we're both fanning hot? ourselves. We're, Is it hot I just, here? Wait. So I don't have <laughs> air conditioning where I am. It's just so I don't like to turn my air conditioning on, you guys. I'm like that lady. I, I Because you don't like to, you're frugal or like you don't like air conditioned air? I, I just feel like it's a lot of energy and it's 
people don't take it. Like they leave the doors and windows open and it feels like not Fake real. Fake air. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I run mine nonstop. I'm not in LA right now, but <laughs> I run mine nonstop. I mean, do you wake up in the night sweating? I'd have that too. Oh, that's a thing. Oh God. I sleep with a fan <sighs> on me. Get a fan. Well, It'll be your new best friend. <laughs> Point that baby right at you all night long. I have two fans in here, but I have to turn them off because the microphone picks them up. Now that we're big podcast stars, I have to turn my (laughs) microphone off. Uh, Okay, Uh. next week, everybody, we will cool down and we will watch Perfectly Perfect for next week. What? Oh, my God. I think it might be your 21st birthday. Either. Wait, not your 21st. Pardon me. Pardon me. Your 18th birthday. I'm so dumb. I know that's coming. It's either next week or the week after kelly has a party i don't remember i just know your birthday your 18th birthday is coming Ooh, i'm excited yeah we gotta like do something special i'll look at i'll peek ahead okay let's do it uh i hope you guys enjoyed this week and we will see you next week (laughs) hey guys this is paris hilton Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 